in life, we all know that some things can happen unexpectedly. Some may ultimately change your heart and shift your direction. This is a journey of love and how the Holy Spirit did exactly that. This story will walk through the 24 months of an incredible soul-felt journey with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. He will share in many events that could be considered spirit-led or miracles. This is Triune Loves Me with Lori Garner. Welcome back. This is Lori, and I am so happy you decided to join me again today. It really does mean the world to me that you keep coming back and listening to my story. Now, for those of you who have just joined me for the first time, and if you want to know more about me, you can find my testimony in Season 1. In Season 2, I opened up my heart just a little bit more, and I shared my meditations with you, the listener. I shared the lessons with you that I learned during my journey in hopes that they would touch your soul as they've touched mine. And now that brings us to season three. Season three I call my Bible word study. It's not the normal Bible word study if that's what you think you're going to hear here. But what happened was I was a person that did not want to read the Bible because frankly I didn't understand it. And I do believe that many people out there can relate to that. We find it a little confusing. So much so that it becomes overwhelming and we decide to close the book and just carry it with us to church on Sunday. But do we ever open its pages? One day I found my Bible app on my phone and I found an easy button and that changed everything. I called my friend with such excitement that I understood the verse. And on that day I promised her that I would study one word a day for five days. Now, looking back at this time, it's been about a year and a half. I started with five words with a friend of mine, and we're now at 530 words. We've done one word a day, every day, and that blows my mind. But when I really study what happened, he knew I was frustrated. He knew that he touched my soul and I wanted more, but he knew I felt overwhelmed with the Bible. So he gave it to me one word at a time. Isn't that amazing? How does he do that? So as we embark on his birthday month, I would like to dedicate the month of December to the words that touch my soul about him and his birth. So without further ado, grab your favorite cup of coffee, your favorite chair, and let's share this time. Today's word is wise. I'd like to begin by sharing the scripture with you. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever, I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even into the end of the world. Amen. You can find that in Matthew chapter 28, verse 20. The meaning of wise, having or showing experience, knowledge, and good judgment. She seems kind and wise. The word wise appears 344 times in the Bible. The words wiser, wisest appear nine and two respectively. The word wisdom appears 367 times. The word wise made me think of this question. What's the difference between being wise or being smart? 
I'm confused, so I do believe we need to do a little bit of digging. Solomon in the book of Kings asked God for wisdom to be a good king. I'm curious, why didn't he just ask him to make him smarter? Being wise is making the best choice inherently, based on experience, background, and knowledge. Being smart is applying general intellectual resources to think through a problem based on findings and arriving at the correct answer. They seem to be similar, but yet carry inherent differences. I do believe you can be both simultaneously, but mm, you can also be them singularly. So now let's travel back in time and peek into the pages of the Bible. We have all heard the story about the three wise men. They traveled from afar because they heard a story and witnessed a beautiful star. The scripture that pointed us there can be found in Matthew chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped in the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. And this verse made me think, how many of us would have trusted this story? How many of us would have packed up and made such an amazing trip? Would we have said, oh, I'm too busy this week? Would we have been prepared? Would we have the tools to navigate to our destination? Or would we have just put it off till we felt we could travel at a more convenient time? Would we have justified our position by saying, oh, we could see this beautiful soul anytime. Maybe we can make the trip tomorrow. I ask, why do we let opportunities like this slip through our fingers? Are we smart or wise? Are we both or are we neither? Many wise men before us have traveled this road of life. They have left us many clues. Why do many of us think we're so smart that we can do life on our own? Maybe it's lack of experience. Maybe it's lack of knowledge. Are we seeking a better way of life? Are we searching for our king? Are we allowing God to guide us home? Are we looking for that eternal hope and for a love that we have difficulty understanding? Have you ever questioned, how come there were only three wise men? Why weren't there more? As I studied this word, I did find there were some inconsistencies in the stories but I'm not here to prove or disprove either story. I can only say that I consider whoever showed up to be wise, wise enough to be blessed to share in what was an amazing moment in time. To see this tiny miracle must have been a wow moment. The wise are few. They are inherently set apart. It is based on their experience and background and knowledge of making the best choice. Even if it's inconvenient, they are humble and secure in their decisions. 
So the question becomes, how do we become wiser? We prepare ourselves. We study and invest the time. So when the opportunity arrives to travel home, to witness this amazing soul, we will be excited to see his face with our own spiritual eyes. We will be ready. We will have gathered the tools and we will have gathered the spiritual gifts to present to him. I cannot speak for others. I can only chase him each day in hopes that I can grow in knowledge. I need to continue to work on listening to God's whispers. I can pray that as I learn, that I think through life on earth and what our Savior offers, and that I can be wise enough to seek Him, to love Him, and to be ready for the journey no matter how far or how long it might take. It truly is Him. It's always been Him. I urge you, find the time to be wise. And I'll leave you with this scripture. Because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way in which leads to life and there are a few who find it. You can find that in Matthew chapter 7, verse 14. And during this Christmas season, I want you to think of him and the gift of love that he's given everyone near and far. It goes beyond anything we can offer him. God bless, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed our time together as much as I have. Wishing you an amazing week this week filled with abundant love. This is Laurie signing off. Be kind, be loved, and be the amazing you. Please hit the subscribe button and the like button and leave me a comment. I truly would love to hear from you. This has been Triune Loves Me with Laurie Garner. To learn more about Lori's unique journey, visit her blog, Triune Loves Me, at blogspot.com. And be sure to join Lori next time for another episode of Triune Loves Me.